welcome to the show that usually ends and doesn't start like that. Another episode of Interrupted Tales, the podcast where my friend and I take turns reading stories to you, the listener, while the other person constantly interrupts. As always, I am Rob, and I'm joined this episode by the shelf to my elf, Alan. How are you, Alan? Oh, no, I'm afraid <gasps> Alan couldn't be here this Christmas Eve, Rob. <laughs> Santa, you're back. Oh, every year. I never know whether you're going to come back or not. Oh, I oh I only do your show, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. Even if I don't have something to plug, like presents for four billion children. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you could join us, Santa. Hopefully, Alan will be back soon because we've got. Oh boy, we've got two stories tonight for our 2021 holiday interruptaganza. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, yeah. Are you feeling jolly yet? Oh, the jolliest, Rob. <laughs> oh, another year, uh, another fucking dig up some Greek guys to invent another letter. <laughs> We're on fucking Omicron now. What? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going great. What's after Omicron, Santa? Do you know? Omegod. <laughs> The Armageddon, Armageddon strain. Well, thank you, Santa. Okay, well, we're gonna have two stories, which you you are mentioned in at least one of them. Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's it's not about me though. It's about the joy on the kids' faces. But uh, yes, great. And Jesus. good for business. <laughs> business. How do you make your money, Santa? <laughs> have you seen Ozark? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, well, we got two stories for you, Santa. They are both going to celebrate you, the season, and eggnog. Uh, actually, not eggnog, but schnapps. But we'll get to that in a minute. So now, everybody and Santa, it's time to curl up next to your favorite little Saint Nick, grab a handful of sugar cookies, while we read you this week's tales. Our first story tonight is Paulina's Christmas from Christmas Stories and Legends, 1916, compiled by Phoebe A. Curtis. Hey, oh, hey, Santa had to step out, Rob. Hey. Um, <laughs> compiled by is yeah. sort of the retweeting of book writing. <laughs> it sounds like someone came in with the manuscript, dropped it on the floor, and then this guy had to come in and get all the pages in the right order. You made this? I made this. <laughs> One day in Russia, there was a heavy snowstorm. The snow was deep on the ground, and in the forest, the branches of the trees bent under its weight. Mm, uh, capitalism, right? This is a weather-based metaphor for capitalism. In Russia, the trees bend under your weight. Wait, that's yeah. the same here. Mm. <laughs> it's the same. Hey, people are the same everywhere. It goes for too. In this forest, a little girl was struggling along. There was no path for her to follow, for the snow covered all the paths. The little girl's name was Paulina. She was dressed in a long fur coat, and she wore a cap and mittens and gaiters of fur, so that she looked more like a little furry animal than a little girl. Finally, Rob, the Squirrel Girl movie <gasps> that Marvel was too financially responsible to make. Oh no, Alan, it's, it's money in the bank. Squirrel, she's got a big tail. 
Oh, she's big tail. People love tail. <laughs> Some people love them. Yep. It, it can't be worse than the Eternals. Their corner of the internet loves them. <laughs> I love Squirrel Girl, and I don't care what you say. Okay. She kept tramping along, not a bit afraid, when suddenly she heard a cry for help. Help! Help! The call came. Coming, coming, she called back. Yes, sure. Like I'll I'll come help, but I'm I'm trampling over here, okay? Give me a give me a second. Also, I'm probably like 10, so I don't know how much help I'm really gonna be. Sure, uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm neck deep right now in the snow. <laughs> but uh yeah, I'll come help you. It's like the never-ending story, and she's the horse. She okay. went in the direction of the voice, and soon she saw a man making his way toward her. His dress was that of a peasant. Mm, Crocs. They're so comfortable, though. Oh, and so plus, you're still above those people that wear the monkey feet shoes. Oh, so, well, you're you above know. that. You're above the old Navy flip-flop people. Uh, well, it's kind of a lateral move, I guess. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, orthogonal, yeah. Would you please direct me out of this forest, little one? He asked. You probably know the paths about. Oh, yeah, the paths. I know all about them. Oh, this is the magic yellow brick road that leads to Xanadu. It's uh, probably a little hard to see, covered in five feet of fresh powder. But maybe if you dig for a couple hours, you'll see a brick or two. That'll lead you all the way there. <laughs> this is Russia. You can just carry a tree and pull okay. it through the snow. Is what I've learned about Russia. What? How's that going to help you? Well, it helped Rocky train. Little one, could you please direct me on how to defeat Drago? No, I am a stranger here, Paulina answered. I live in Kiev. That is, I did live there, but I am on my way to my father. Where is your father? asked the man. He is in Siberia. They banished him. Ooh, that's a hard situation to... Uh... Smooth over with the Pez dispenser stocking stuffer. <laughs> oh, I see. Dad's in uh, Siberia. Okay, we have not spoken, and goodbye. Right. <laughs> Rather drown. But little one, said the stranger, that is a terrible place for a child to go. That frozen country where wicked people are sent. Minneapolis. <laughs> hey, guys, okay. Uh, what if we didn't? live in a fucking freezing city hmm. and what if instead we live in two adjacent fucking freezing cities which are co-joined by a fucking freezing river huh. yeah and you think the guy who founded minneapolis st paul is right i i don't know it's where the wicked people are sent <laughs> <laughs> oh yes but my father is there you know said paulina oh i know yeah Oh, he used the Brave browser, so he must have been up to some nasty shit. Ooh, no, no, yeah. no. Dark, not a dark, dark enough net to hide what that guy was looking for. Mm -hmm. Don't pretend you got it for ethical privacy standards. Okay, <laughs> I know. I know what you type after you type images of squirrel girl dot dot dot. Okay. <laughs> Well, the dot 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 makes it makes the computer know that you're really looking for something. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus Rocket Raccoon Peen. Oh, no. They're married. Squirrel Girl's not married to Rocket. Yeah, totally. No, she's not. She's okay. human. Well, she's, sure. a mute. she's a mutant. Sure, she's human. Yeah. So 
though. What Sonic can't fuck a human girl and eat chili dogs? Wait, does Sonic fuck in his movie? <laughs> I don't know. I, no, I don't. <laughs> wow, what is Jim Carrey's role in that exactly? No, I don't. I'm not talking about the movie. Huh? Right. Squirrel girl husband. She's not married. She's a college student. Okay, what if I type that into Google, which tells me Squirrel Girl married Rocket Raccoon. So, what? point Alan. What? Yeah, uh, get it. Get it. Probably in most worlds. Squirrel Girl does. No, what if? It's probably a what if. Sure. It's, it's, it's a marriage of convenience so he can stay on the planet. As far as green card, clearly. <laughs> Well, also, she's the dual citizen of, of Squirrel Land. <laughs> squirrel Land. Um, squirrel so, yeah. Right, yeah. So, Who is your father? The man asked. The little girl was about to tell him when she noticed a look of interest on the stranger's face. So, so she said, Did you say that you had lost your way in the forest? Do you live far from here? And would you say that no one would miss you if you didn't report in just... <laughs> Hypothetically, I mean, uh, Merry Christmas to you. Also, complete side topic, but have you ever seen the movie sure. Let the Right One In? Just, um, just wondering. Just wondering. Oh, okay, I saw Let Me In. I'm sort of familiar. I don't know how much it diverged. Oh, just, just go with it and pretend it's all new. Okay, cool. Yes, very far. I'm lost, and I'm nearly perishing from hunger and cold. How far is it to the next village? They told me it was some miles on, said the child. Oh, yeah, sure. They told you to do the Jacko Crouch Challenge and a buy stock in Hyperloop 1, okay? You're going to starve and get hypothermia. Listen, Alan, when I get my Hyperloop NFT going, oh, sure, you're yeah. going to be begging me for money. Begging me for Hyperloop money. She, I guess. I'm, I'm holding my fingers. Which fingers do I hold to my arm? I, I'm confused. <laughs> But I will take you back to the woodman's cottage where I spent the night. The woman is a kind-hearted person, and I am sure she will give you shelter. Sure, give him that shelter. You don't, before he fades, uh, black where he painted it, must, I'm struggling. How many people are going to die at this concert? I don't know. Oh, uh, let's baseball see. Altamont. The woman is a kind-hearted person. I am sure she will give you shelter. That is kind of you, little one, said the stranger, but you will be hindering your own journey if you do that. I know that my father would want me to show a kindness, even though it did put me back some, Paulina said. Yeah, several hours of a two and a half month slog on foot. I'm <laughs> sure that he's going to worry about that change in time zone there. Yeah, I mean, when, when she gets there and he died a half hour earlier, it's going to be Oof, sad. That's rough. That's yeah. Rough. Hey, Rob. Why couldn't Paulina just get the giant eagles to fly her to Siberia? It's a huge plot hole. Giant plot hole. I mean, I it. can't believe it. Paulina. Oh, my God. <laughs> eagles are lazy. That's the story. Real story. Sure. Yeah. That's in the Silmarillion part three. You must have a good father to give you such training. Why did the emperor send him into exile? The stranger asked her. Oh, it was an underwear-based excommunication. There was some kind of oh, disagreement on whether the emperor had forgotten them or if they were maybe made of see-through fabric. There was a lot of legal back and forth on the issue. 
I told him not to ride that horse because he was going to know whether he was wearing something or not very quickly. But I, I agree, Rob. As soon as you get on that horse, you know whether you're wearing clothes or not. <laughs> oh, my father had enemies who lied to the emperor, and there was no chance given to my father to explain. Uh, they cut out his tongue so quickly. <laughs> so quickly. Merry Christmas. Are you sloth? So the emperor sent him away to Siberia, and I am trying to find my way there to him. While they walked through the forest, the stranger told Paulina about his own little daughter, who was expecting him to spend Christmas with her. Oh, no. I am not. I'm good with one diehard, Hawkeye. Okay? <laughs> Maybe two diehards. <laughs> I don't need a third, or a fourth, or a fifth. I could do with, with three, maybe. Tosh. Three no, diehards. Nah, Hawkeye. I'm good. <laughs> At last, they reached the woodman's hut. The woman greeted them kindly. And while Paulina went into another room to help her prepare the evening meal, the stranger was left warming himself by the fire and rocking the cradle. <laughs> Honey, he's no angel. He's no stranger to the streets. <laughs> Let this stranger show you his tattoos. <laughs> okay, Norman. I thought that was a Bob Seger song for the longest time. Like, uh, yeah, well. I don't know who that's more insulting to. Yeah, well, both. Yeah. yeah. Once Paulina thought she heard voices, as if the stranger were talking to someone. But when she went back, she found him alone, still warming his hands, and rocking the cradle with his foot. Okay, so ghost baby, right? Let's see. All right. Woodsman Shed, mm -hmm. Russia. Yes. It's either ghost baby or vampire baby. Okay. I think that it's ghost baby. I'm just, I'm, I'm throwing my hat into the ring with the ghost baby, which is a fun game to play on a birthday. <laughs> I don't care what they say. It's old fashioned. Ghost baby. So toss the hat. On the ring of the ghost baby, it's, you know, get some candy after. It's fun. That night, the stranger slept on the floor in front of the fire. There was no other place for him, but he was glad to be safe from the storm outside. Early in the morning, the two started out through the forest again. They must hurry if they were to reach the next village before darkness fell. The storm had passed over, and the day was cold and clear. A beautiful winter's day. Yeah, of course, unless you got to shove the front walkway of your hut hey just don't walk in front of my hut if it still looks a little icy teresa okay yeah yeah the, there's the, like so much just there's so much forest just just bypass my hut walkway get a horse teresa okay <laughs> get a horse get a horse and wear it with clothes <laughs> wait no ride it you with ride clothes. it with clothes the little girl and this stranger reached the village on the other side of the forest early in the afternoon, and there before them they saw a beautiful sleigh drawn by four horses. Hmm. There were four servants standing near. Uh, they prefer to be called elves. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, of course they prefer to be called elves. But... They are obviously an entire race mm -hmm. of indentured servants mm -hmm. who serve at Santa's whims under a feudal caste surf-like system, but it, yep. hey, it's impolite. <laughs> this is why Santa's going to be the first against the wall when the revolution comes, Alan. Oh, Lanny and Wayne got plans, dude. 
Oh, totally tinsel. Yeah. Jingle bam. <laughs> what a lovely sleigh, exclaimed Paulina. Yes, I wonder where they are going. I'll ask them, the stranger said. He went nearer the men and spoke to them. Hey, uh, yeah, I couldn't help but notice that the warranty on this sleigh is about to expire. Maybe I could help you out with that if you'd like to give me a call back on this number. Man, they had to walk for miles to give those messages back then. And they had to invent phones as they went along. And they had to keep a registry of your sleighs that they passed out to other people for money. Hmm. It was basically the invention of the printing press that allowed the car slash sleigh warranty system to proceed, Rob. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Thank you, Gutenberg. Thanks. And China. We are driving for our master to Egerhof, they said. Why, that is where my daughter is. If I may only ride with you, I could spend Christmas with her. Tomorrow's Christmas Day, you know. And little one, you could spend Christmas with us, too. You'll love it. We get KFC. Ooh, not Boston Market. KFC? No, it's, it's, it's a tradition. Oh, good. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Do, do they still give you buckets? Oh, no, said Paulina. I could not take the time. I must hurry on to my father. But it would be lovely if we could ride in this beautiful sleigh. You could spend the night with us, and then we could set you on your way, because you have been so kind to me, the man told her. The servants were willing to let them ride in the beautiful sleigh. Sure, yeah, it's tradition to let sleigh hikers ride on the side like it was a trolley. <laughs> Maybe hold on to it while you skateboard. They call that slitching, Rob. <laughs> Some people do it without the board, just their feet. That takes skill. I've seen a lot of ladies do that on, on water while bouncing champagne bottles. I kind of feel like this story's this isn't a, this isn't a little match girl story, is it, Alan? No, there's it's, no matches involved, Rob. Oh, you get you got my guarantee. How about death of young children? Oh, I can't help you out there, Rob. We already <laughs> got to the ghost baby. That's pretty clear. It was definitely a horrific murder that created a ghost. And soon they were speeding over the snow toward the great city. Once the stranger took a scarf from a pocket on the side of the sleigh and threw it about his neck. Paulina frowned and promptly placed it back in the pocket. It isn't right for you to touch anything in the sleigh. It belongs to someone else. I am beginning to fear that you may not be an honest man, she said gravely. But, my dear lady, the ascot chose me. <laughs> the choosing ascot. <laughs> you reach into a pocket, and uh -huh. whichever one you pull out is the one you're meant to be with for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know if I could just settle down with one ascot for the rest of my life, Alan. No, oh, you sound like a magician, Rob. Or Paul F. Tompkins. The stranger laughed at her, but he did not take the scarf again. They sped on over the snow until, as darkness fell, they reached the city. Soon they entered a large courtyard, and the stranger took Paulina's hand and led her into a narrow passageway and up a small winding stairway. Where are you taking me? asked Paulina. I feel almost sure now that you are not an honest man. I think that you may even be a thief. Or an uh, even more hardened criminal. Are Wait a are you my dad? The man laughed again. No, I am an honest man. You will believe me when you see my little daughter. I trusted you in the forest. Now you trust me. Yeah, Rob. He could have starved to death instead of taking this suspicious young girl's advice on how not to die. 
Yeah. And she should afford him the same courtesy. Right. I mean, is there anything more honest and honorable than letting somebody save your life? It's... I don't think there is, Ron. He led her to a large room, and they sat upon a sofa. We will wait here until my daughter comes, he said. Soon the door opened, and a beautiful little girl, about as large as Paulina, came toward them. She looked puzzled when she saw... <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at the unit of measurement. I mean, she's about <laughs> 1.7 Paulinas this uh, oh, year. Man, We're going to mark, it, mark it on the door frame. This far in the pandemic, I'm at like four and a half Paulinas. It's not oh, going well. Not know. going it's well. Rough. She looked puzzled when she saw the rough-looking man with the little girl. She went close to the stranger and looked into his face. It is my father, she cried, and threw her arms around his neck. Really sticking the needle deep on that one. I will get to spend Christmas with my beloved father, who is right here in front of me. (laughs) Just digging it in there. Unlike this poor peasant girl. But why are you dressed like a peasant? Has there been an accident? And who is this little stranger? The man took her on his lap and told her how his sleigh had been overturned in the storm and how he had found his way to a peasant's hut where they had given him dry clothes to put on and how he had started out alone to find his way through the forest. Uh, Step one in a survival situation, get dry, find shelter, and then throw that in the toilet and head right back out into the storm (laughs) of the century. Listen, Alan, this is old Russia, man. They didn't let things like weather do anything but kill them. Anything else, they would keep going. It's what the weather's made for, killing. And how he was nearly perishing with cold and hunger when this little girl had rescued him. And how, if it had not been for her, he would have died in the snow in the forest. He told her how little Paulina was on her way to Siberia to find her father. And how they went to the woodsman's hut, where a servant had found them. And how he had planned for the sleigh to meet them, on the other side of the forest. And he told her how his four servants better be freshening up their resumes, because right after the holidays, they are a dunzo. <laughs> Clearing house for New Year's, people. Clearing hey, house. Hey, hey, boss, I thought we'd just uh, guard the sleigh because uh, somebody might steal it. And, uh, and of course, uh, the sleigh is like a, a, a checkpoint mile mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, stone that mm-hmm. you would be able to see from anywhere if mm-hmm. you were in a very high mm-hmm. tower uh-huh and and uh and why wasn't the scarf folded correctly who put it on the scarf chose to be like that sir you know it's sentient <laughs> ah, he's got me on the sentient scarf <laughs> yeah sure oh they played the sentient scarf card oh <laughs> oh paulina interrupted him Then there was somebody talking with you when we were preparing the evening meal? Yes, and everything came out just as I had planned. That ghost baby's on board with the whole deal. I I didn't even have to talk him into the secret murder part. He volunteered for that. It was his idea. It's genius. He was so gung-ho, I couldn't talk him out of it. I mean, it's it's like a strangers on a train thing. I gotta kill some kid he went on a play date with. But other than that, it's gonna be easy. Oh, (laughs) So sad for the ghost baby. And do you know, little daughter, this Paulina would not let me put my own scarf around my neck. She thought that I was a thief. She is an honest little girl, but she will not tell me her name. What? Her name's Paulina? (laughs) You you called her Paulina two sentences ago. (laughs) 
He and do you her. know, little daughter, this Paulina would not let me put my <laughs> scarf around him. Hey, is this present for me? It says to little girl, not daughter person. <laughs> and it sounds like something you'd write. It does sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Wait, let me check my notes from the last couple of days. Ghost baby, twerp. Okay, you're the twerp. Got it. She does not trust me. But why should I trust you when you will not tell me who you are or anything about yourself? Paulina asked. Do trust my father, Paulina. I'm sure he can help you. He will tell you who he is soon, I know, the beautiful little girl said. Soon as we are about to wrap up, which is any minute now. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've got to have just a paragraph or two more, right? It can only be a paragraph or two when he tells you. I gotta get to sleep here. It's Christmas tomorrow. <laughs> sure. Too much nog. Yes, little one, the stranger said. I know someone who could speak to the emperor about your father, and perhaps he could be pardoned. Please, tell me your name. And then before you go away, I'll answer any questions about myself you may ask me. But just one thing. Don't ask me how to spin straw into gold. I, I did know how. Well, I'm... I took a Udemy course, but I stopped after two, and it's real hazy, so just wow. that's forbidden. <laughs> you got to take the master class. You, you know, they, they got to go right to the source there. It's expensive. I went to lynda.com, and <laughs> all I could find was courses on how to spin straw into larger pieces of straw, which is not the same thing. No. It's, it's not useful. like a parallel path. Do tell my father, Paulina. The little girl urged. 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 How you doing, girl urged? Rural driver. Little girl urged overkill. Girl will be a woman soon. Little girl will be a woman Five dollars. Five dollars. Do tell my father, Paulina, the little girl urged. Paulina threw Second her time around. <laughs> Getting better. Paulina threw her arms around this, about the stranger's knees. Oh, if you could only get the emperor to pardon him. But I do not ask for a pardon. He has done nothing to be pardoned for. All that I ask is that he may have justice done him. My father is Vladimir Betskoy. Oh, Vladimir Betskoy. Yeah, that guy. Sure. Yeah, we all know him. I uh, I think uh, w uh, was he the guy in the consulate that went back to Russia, or is he one of the American spies? Because I stopped watching when they thought they were too highbrow to keep showing boobs. <laughs> Wait, they showed boobs? Showed so many boobs, Rob. Wait, wasn't that on like uh, like FX or something? Yeah, I guess, but so many boobs. Wow. I had to say to my wife, hey, I don't know if they're killing somebody or the other thing, but you got to turn it down because <laughs> our daughter's right there. Wow. You could never tell. It was like 50-50. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Let me put that on my Netflix queue. The stranger frowned, and then he whispered, there, there must be some mistake. He must be a good man to have such an honest little daughter. Or he's, he's got a really good PR firm, really just going all out on this campaign. <laughs> this is like a, the whole 
uh, AR thing they've got going on. It's interactive. There's a little girl. It's crazy. <laughs> you should see the escape room. The, the little girl <laughs> gets you in. <laughs> and it's Does all it marketing. Look like a woodman's hut. It looks like a woodman's hut. There's a ghost baby. You got to figure out the combination and figure out its name. And if you guess its name, the door opens. It's great. It's, you won't believe how they invented the blacklight in uh, 1914 to tell this story. <laughs> then he said to Paulina, Do you believe now that I am an honest man, since you have seen my daughter? Oh, yes, indeed I do. You couldn't help being good and honest. She's so beautiful. I think her face is like what a queen's should be, Paulina answered eagerly. But not inbred. I should clarify not inbred you look very bred yes not not so much habsburg uh jaw but you know a haps a ha ha half a habsburg jaw half a haps yeah yeah the stranger and his little daughter smiled and the man said well i believe that your father is an honest man since i have seen you and i can tell you now i know he will be pardoned because uh, I could talk to him about it, uh, you know, from a certain point of view, I think you <laughs> say I could talk to him. I don't want to give it away here. I'm going to obey this. <laughs> Story. I'm not talking about the high ground. I'm... You were the chosen one, Paulina. <laughs> she definitely was not the chosen one. <laughs> oh, neither was Anakin. Come on. Oh, yeah, sure. Tell her, father. Tell the little Paulina who you are, his daughter whispered. Until your father returns to you, little one, you must stay here, and I will be a father to you, as I am father to all the people of Russia, for I am the emperor. Yes, I am the emperor, and this is the emperor's unremarkable palace that looks a lot like a two-story walk-up. And yes, my servants turn into mice at night. And yes, my daughter here is definitely not a caregiver, clearly humoring me. And look, there's the emperor's toilet in the corner. Bedpan. Oh, That's... good. He could use it without any help at all. <laughs> Just then the bells began ringing and voices outside began singing. For it was the beginning of Christmas morning. And Paulina said... This is the happiest Christmas morning I have ever known. Except all the ones where my dad wasn't in Siberian jail. Merry Christmas! <laughs> the end. Wow. <laughs> oh, Santa, you're back! Yes, I I swapped in for Alan as, as he's got to get ready to... Do something extremely important, probably not as big a project as giving presents to every single kid in the entire world. Probably the universe. Santa's got a lot of stuff going on. But uh, I'm sure he's got something <laughs> important to do. <laughs> yeah, well, Santa, I, I got a question here. Did you listen to the story that we were reading here? I heard it, yes, in the green room. It was... It was a heck of a tale. Did you know the Emperor of Russia? 
Did I know him? I knew every uh, person that was ever a child, which is most people except for James Spader. <laughs> it's a weird thing. <laughs> he came out fully formed out of the leg thigh of Zeus. Yes, the snarky thigh of Zeus. And, uh, the, but yes, of course I knew him. Oh, well, it was really nice to hear this story and, and get to know the royal family just years before they were viciously killed. Oh, 1912, yes. <laughs> I really hope he signed that before, you know, seven years. Because <laughs> if they waited for that, they... Oof. Oh, now, oof. now, child, I'm, I'm just about to go uh, pardon your father. I'm going to go make that call. But first, we're going to do a quick picture in the other room. I got the whole royal family <laughs> oh, together. Ooh, so uh, ooh. I swear, right after that, I'm going to call and I'll be right out of prison. <laughs> Oh, boy, I didn't have to deliver so many presents. <laughs> All right. So, Alan, I think uh, I think I'm so full of Yuletide joy that I'm ready to do a second story. I'll let him know, Ron. <laughs> Santa, if you could. Sure. Uh, you know, I, go check out the green room and uh, have some nuts. Oh, great. Anything that's not milk and cookies. <laughs> You get a little sick of milk and cookies this time of year? I'm more sick of cookies than Leonardo in the 90s. <laughs> Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> he was so sick of cookie <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> well, Sad, I, I'm, it's such timely references. I'm sure you're to visit. Justin <laughs> Bieber in the early... 2010. Ah, yes. The <laughs> Neck deep in cookies. Uh, well, uh, Alan, whenever Alan gets back, then we will listen to... Yeah, I'm back. To... I'm back. Let's, oh. let's do it, Rob. Thank God. Is Santa still there? He, he's around here somewhere. I mean, I enjoy these visits every year, but he's got to come right in the middle of the show. He's on his own time schedule. I can't really... Is he talking to your wife? That. You better watch out. You better not he's... cry. I think she's asleep. I don't know. That's not better. He can sneak in anywhere. That's not good. That's not good. Santa's sneaking into her chimney and her DMs. Yeah, I'll check any any flu-based orifices <laughs> into my house. <laughs> any flus He's that I He's stuck in the damper. Get a, get a, get a hanger. Somebody. Are, are we doing a... Oh, oh, you're waiting on me to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, never mind. Well, we could cut like most. So. Uh, here. Rob, we've got Schneider von Groot's Christmas Dream by Brim. That sounds like an IPA. Broad Brim? Right. Yeah. No, Schneider von Groot's Christmas Dream. Oh, 100%. That sounds they like They make an IPA. such big labels these days <laughs> for IPAs. I don't know who Broadbrim is, but it's in quotes. So let's just be honest. They're probably not real. I think it's clearly a demon. It's like Patch, Broadbrim. Sure. And uh, this story is from 1885. Yeah. So really turning back the clock. Yeah, before, the before the invention of Coke Santa. I should mention this is a poem. <laughs> oh yes, yes. This is this is a poem. All Let's right. see how we can keep on meter or not. It was Christmas Eve of all nights in the year, 
and old Schneider von Groot, who was full of cheer. I am Jolly Groot. Mm -hmm, was seeking his home like a jolly old elf and was singing a drinking song all to himself. He takes a whiskey drink. He takes a cider <laughs> drink. He takes an eggnog drink. He takes a vomit break. He sings the songs that remind him of the nice times and sings the songs that remind him of the naughty times. You know, Rob, it would be a real twist in the river of history if Coke, instead of going with the Sunderland Santa, had gone with the Chumbawamba Santa. <laughs> what a That's different right. world we would live in. An anarchist Santa who brings nobody presents and does nothing for nobody. Of all the glories of beer and of schnapps and of wine, of the draft that makes mortal clay feel so divine. Ah, the glories of schnapps. You know, there's nothing mm. more glorious than being sipped by daring 11-year-olds at sleepovers. Truly a warrior's drink. <laughs> sure makes that mortal clay. Mm, just amps it up a notch. I'm not saying divine, but uh, it sure makes you kind of tipsy. And then of the drink that drowns sorrow, misfortune and care, before which life's ills vanish into thin air. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, they don't make Zima anymore. And also, oh, this no. is a Wendy's. Ah, that's a strange place for me to order a Zima, but yeah. I'm also ordering a Zima, so I think you could understand why there's confusion. <laughs> he sat down by the wayside. His pipe he pulled out. Oof, thank God. Yeah. And he filled it and lit it, and giving a shout, he lay back on the bank as he puffed away care. For he felt not the chill of the frosty night air. And then in the morning when they found his corpse, the mortician used it as a snowboard, of course. Ducky. Ducky. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Ducky. Okay. No, it's not about Ducky. It's not David McCallum. Let me tell you something about Piper Perrette. <laughs> Piper Parabo? Parabo? Not Piper Parabo. Polly Per... This is like a tongue twister. Paulita Pertevsky? No. <laughs> um, Polly Perrette? know who that is. Polly Perrette. Yes. She's the girl with the pigtail. I say it's a girl. She's 52 years old. Oh, the snowboarder? No, that's... <laughs> no, that's Peekaboo Street, That's Peekaboo Street, damn it! Who is this person? <laughs> lady on ncis right oh my god oh my <laughs> the goth girl the fake the i don't even i hesitate to say fake goth girl 52 years old Rob. no that's where we are no but she left yeah. the show so she did but so she was doing that till she was like 49 no wonder she left that had to be like humiliating after a while but gently and peacefully sank into rest and enjoyed for the time the sweet sleep of the blessed. Little, little slant rhyme there. A tea will suffice. You got to watch some of the, uh, you know, the, 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 the uh, accent was different back then. He was soon into dreamland. And the first thing he said, wait, it's dreamland. It's not like <laughs> Coming dreamland. up, next stop, dreamland. <laughs> that's, that's the wrong borough. I've, I fell asleep. <laughs> And the first thing he saw was a queer little elf with a book of the law. Uh-oh, Dwarf Court. It's the Judge Judy's new show. 
It's a different court, Rob. <clears throat> well, it was Quibi's. It was a Quibi version of Judge It's a Quibi court. Yeah. Take dwarf court over Quibi court any day. Oh, any, anything over any court show. The page it lay open, and what do you think was the law? It was written that all men should drink. You know, people say Ted Kennedy didn't leave much of a mark on this nation, but... Okay, so you're going to bag me on a Leonardo DiCaprio uh-huh. reference, uh-huh. and you're going to pull out a Ted Kennedy. Oh, nothing but timely, Alan. Nothing but timely. I pulled a Ted Kennedy. That's why I'm unemployed now, Rob. <laughs> Not water or milk, but the strongest of snops. <laughs> Such as Dutchmen for ages have used for night cops. I shouldn't have said it like that. <laughs> night cop. Night cops. Ooh, ooh, I thought of a sexy detective uh, name, Alan. What do you think about okay. this? Snack Murdoch. He's a sexy detective. The schnapps flowed in rivers. Each man could afford every day in the year to get drunk as a lord. Hi, welcome to Schnapsylvania, Holland's number one schnapps adventure park. This is Holland. A reminder to please keep your mouth closed on all schnapps slides. And the dolphin show has been canceled because it turns out dolphins can't handle their schnapps, the little suckles. (laughs) The schnapps, it costs nothing on land or on sea. And says Schneider von Groot, it's the country for me. I'll never get sober, but always keep tight. And I'll drink like a fish from the morning till night. Ooh, hashtag squad goals. Hashtag check my GoFundMe. I need a liver. (laughs) It's amazing. The Medicare system has transitioned (laughs) over to Twitter and (laughs) uh, uh, PayPal. (laughs) Hmm. And while he was speaking, a little old chap, who looked then as though he'd just woke from a nap, climbed up on his face and sat down on his nose. All right, finally, the sexy Christmas story we were promised with the title Schneider von Groot's Christmas Dream. I don't think that's uh, exactly. It's not not sexy? And two little demons were perched on his toes. Well, well not my kink, but I, I can work with this. And one got in each ear and one sat in each eye. Oh, no, what? Uh, it's it's a sand planet did they go to it's a family affair <laughs> and no matter how much you might struggle or try they would not shake off but they stuck fast as glue and then he discovered the villainous crew were all drunk as pipers and ready to fight you know alan i like the first season of jersey elves but by the did second you? season every episode was just getting drunk sticking you know sticking to some guy's face and picking fights with wood nymphs it, it wasn't about the personalities anymore. And poor Schneider von Groot was all trembling with fright. When the battle began, he wished himself back with the old burgomaster von Gilder von Schack. I got me a gilder, it's as big as a whale, and it's heading on down to the von Schack, baby! The fiends bound him with the... <laughs> The fiends bound him with the withes of the willow and fir, and they tied him so fast that the man couldn't stir. All right, kink reactivated. So they struggled and fought till the wounded and dead on his body lay thick from his heels to his head. Uh, This is quickly becoming the Christmas episode of the Evil Dead. (laughs) Just dead little elves everywhere. 
And though thousands were slaughtered, the ranks were supplied by new thousands who fought for the men who had died. And the battle raged hot till the dark clouds of night brought peace to Von Groot at the close of the fight. In the Twilight Zone version of this story, he wakes mm. up having slept on an ant hill. And the tiny okay. people we thought were fighting were just the ants crawling all over him. And also the ants were ghost aliens. And babies. And baby ghost aliens. The worst yep. kind of all. Yes, they're killers. Take you to the cornfield. While Von Groot lay in thought if he ever should see Frau Von Groot and the children by old Zoider Z. Uh, fun fact, the Zoider Z was a bay in the Netherlands that was recently turned into a freshwater lake and no longer exists. Okay. No joke. I just wanted to know what Zoider Z was. A little green imp with a bright gleaming knife jumped up on his breast, and he thought that his life was sure to come to an end. But the little green man, to cut all the withes, had bound him, began. And before he as much as I think you could say, the imp cut his stick and then bound it away. Just call me angel of the morning, angel. Just... Who do you think sang angel of the morning room? Uh, wasn't that Bonnie Tyler? Yeah, Angel of the Morning was originally a song written about a vampire musical, um, which is... A, <gasps> really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's by What's-His-Face? Deadman? Steinman? No, it's uh, it's by uh, Jason Siegel for Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> okay, okay. Von Groot then got up, and when looking around, saw the dead that lay scattered about on the ground. Dr. Seuss's Oh, the Places You'll Go Tet Offensive Edition. Oof, that is offensive, Rob. <laughs> and he said to himself, I should just like to know the cause of this slaughter. A voice from below cried hoarsely. We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Oh, no, they found, me. they found me in Holland now, too. They will follow you anywhere, Dad. <laughs> It stops, and the blackness of hell, all its murders, its crimes, and its sorrows can tell. What exactly would a schnapps murderer kill with? A cutting remark? A, a snifter? A uh, decanter of some kind, of course. Oh, of course. What do you do with a, a decanter of sniff of schnapps? Mm. Yeah, you decant it right over their noggin, Rob. <laughs> it's the oldest weapon in the book. <laughs> This is how the Dutch held on to their empire for so long. Sure, yeah. The uh, Dutch East India Company was, was built off of uh, decanter murders. <laughs> then the earth shook beneath him with thunderous raps, and a chorus of demons yelled, Schnapps! Murder! Schnapps! Murder Schnapps is totally the new name for my deathcore lounge band. Oh. It, it's kind of just tiki music screamed in German. <laughs> but it works. <laughs> Should one under Bossanova? While he looked in the sky, he saw floating afar an angel who sat in a rich golden car. Liberace? This has become the best Christmas special ever. And who guided a beautiful butterfly team. She was fair as a lily and bright as a dream, and she said to Von Schneider, My friend, take a ride. Just jump into my car and sit down by my side. Wow, the uh, 19th century version of Get Out of My Dreams and Into My Car was really different. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. My. My. Friend. Friend. Just jump into my car and sit down by my side. Yeah, it doesn't work. 
the holiday roll. Uh, there is nobody here, my dear friend, but ourselves. And I'll bear you away to the land of the elves. Ooh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light was also really different, huh? It's a different deal, yeah. We're going to go down to the land of the elves. We're going to go down to the land of the elves. We're going to go down to the land of the elves. We're gonna... <clears throat> yeah, the elves would do anything, but they won't do that, Rob. <laughs> As Von Groot obeyed quickly, they rose to the sky. The beautiful car through the air seemed to fly, and at the last in the distance, what should he behold but beautiful mountains, all crimson and gold? Ooh, she took him to the University of Denver? Cool. Go Pioneers! Go Pioneers! Fair fields and rich meadows where fat, gentle kine reposed in the shade of the sheltering vine. Uh, another fun fact, because kine is now my favorite definition of all time, because a mm -hmm. kine is... The definition is only cows collectively. Collectively. Just cows collectively. You would think that cows would suffice. Just cows. Yeah, that's true. Even more succinct. I mean, <laughs> it's sort of already collective with, with the S at the end. The fields, they were golden with ripe waving wheat and the odor of flowers, rich, balmy, and sweet. Wow. They really did it. They finally mm. found the Hidden Valley Ranch. At what time does old Sticky the ranch geyser go off? Or did they find the Hey Dude Ranch? <laughs> Lulled the senses to soft and delicious repose, and the sounds of sweet music around them arose. He listened and wondered, and then said, Perhaps there is something to drink here that's better than schnapps. And the angel replied with a sweet refrain, Why, my sweet little child, have you heard of cocaine? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> It is better than schnapps. You are right. <laughs> wow, we are on the same page about this. I have never stayed up this long on schnapps. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, yes, said the angel. Come hither with me. And a drink that is better than schnapps, you shall see. Well, can I do more than see it? <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> like, I mean, I want to see how the, the, the drink that's better than schnapps and cocaine combined is made, obviously. obviously. But I'm really here for the tasting portion. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the grapes. Pour. Just keep pouring. Right. It flows from a rock here, all limpid and pure. And most of life's ills, it will certainly cure. Hold on. Is this a vodka luge? Did, did you take me to the Hard Rock in Vegas? I did. I did. I thought you'd enjoy it. And I thought you would also not remember because we we started off with a vodka luge. And so how we got here, I'm not sure. It will bring you no sorrow, misfortune, or grief. Just try it, Von Groot. And it is my belief. After testing its virtue, my dear friend, perhaps. You'll admit there is something much better than schnapps. Oh, shit, Alan. They finally found the fabled rock spring of Surge. It's back, Rob. Oh, Surge! It's back, and it's not just for gamers. In a goblet of gold, the elixir was brought. He grasped it and drank it and certainly thought, I chose wisely. <laughs> that new life threw his nerves and his heart seemed to thrill. Drink drink said the angel don't fear drink your fill finish it who wants to do body <laughs> shots with tepid water yeah 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 <laughs> behind this elixir there are no mishaps 
You'll find it, Von Schneider, much better than schnapps. A guarantee void in Lansing, Michigan, large parts of Asian countries, and every city ever. Then there was a loud playing, and just judge his surprise as Von Groot sat there wondering and rubbing his eyes. Oh, man. Did I go home with the Choir of Angels last night? The entire choir, man. Oh, yeah. And Von said to himself, now, it really don't seem... What I've passed through tonight can only be a dream. Oh, no, I, I got to tell people it's real, because if I tell people it's a dream, no one's going to let me even tell the story, because no one wants to hear anyone's dream ever. The soft Christmas chimes that rang out loud and clear, like a sweet benediction saying, be of good cheer, be a man, drink no schnapps, and go home to your wife. Stick to water, my boy, for the rest of your life. This is not my beautiful wife. This is not my beautiful house. These are not my eight maids of milking. These are my five gold rings. I I lost them. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, totally. There were six. Anyone see another one? No? I lost five. them in a pear tree incident, and <laughs> uh, I need them back. I'm not saying it's the turtle dove's fault, but... The little green imps that you saw here last night were all made of schnapps, and I hope that the fright... Ah, uh, jello schnapps. What? <laughs> The little green nymphs are made of it, so it's jellish oh, Okay, I get it. Yep. And I hope that the fright that they gave you will save you forever and I. Oh, yes, says Von Schneider. To Schnapps now, goodbye. They notice they changed his name. <laughs> the author forgot the main character's name. Halfway well, there's well, a Groot I think Von that means Schneider. son of. So, oh. uh, and I think um, Groot. Fuck Schneider from one day at a time. Schneider, Schneider. It's pretty obvious, Rob, that you're incorrect in your understanding of Dutch nomenclature. Okay, but the emperor is dead, right? Sure, yeah, the ghost baby killed him. Okay, good, good. He rose from the bank. He was shivering with cold, and he felt like a mummy a thousand years old. Like, it's called getting up every morning after 40. Don't be so dramatic oh, about it. Oh, my God. Yeah. He thought of Frau Groot and his dear little boys. Well, now he is. <laughs> sure wasn't last night. The whole time, when I'm going to live in the land on. of schnapps. He didn't think about them. Me and schnapps are buying a boat together. He wasn't thinking about them then. <laughs> so he got a big basket of candies and toys. Ah, yes. A drunk parent trying to buy a kid's affection with toys and candy. That's never happened before. That's never and he hurried home quick to his dear little wife. She kissed him and hugged him and said, Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? It's as fun, entertaining, and addictive as the most popular hey, social I don't know what with you're a spicy, referring sexy to, twist. Rob. No, I've never heard that. <laughs> I, I didn't even know where I came up with this joke. <laughs> okay. Where have you been all night? And he said, Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 wow wow it's, it, it's a truth bomb right there she even caught me on camera santa claus santa claus wasn't me she replied say no more my dear husband because i am finally going to key that bastard sleigh mess with my man i'll show you how to stuff a stocking you've been drinking you know and he answered perhaps just one drink too much, my dear angel of schnapps. 
but we really have a limited number of words in the English language to rhyme schnapps with. It's got to admit, though, did a pretty good job. I've passed a bad night, and I certainly think that schnapps, wife, is not just the best thing to drink. I'm switching to absinthe, darling. The, the fairies are less stabby and more gabby. It is Christmas Day, and at least for one year, or until the next Christmas chimes, you shall hear. Or until five. Hey, wait, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? Who's pouring? I'll drink no more schnapps. On the lips of his wife, he imprinted a kiss. For the rest of his life, he was sober and merry. And each Christmas time, and he heard the sweet sounds of the holiday chime, he remembered his dream and the terrible fright that he got from his schnapps on that Christmas night. Remember, Alan, drink responsibly and make sure that you and the small demons stuck to your body that are fighting to their deaths choose a designated driver, preferably one that doesn't mind stains on their sleigh's upholstery. That's a very kind Uber driver. <laughs> very patient and understanding. The end. Well... That was bloodier than the usual Christmas story. Sure, it's a great way to end up our Christmas extra holiday extravaganza. We're very... Uh, Interruptaganza. Yes, that's what we that's call it every year we do this Interruptaganza. You got it, Rob. What a way to wrap it up. What a way to wrap it up. And we've had it all. We've, we've had stories of, of mistaken identity, of, mm -hmm. of murder, of yeah. schnapps, of uh, yeah, really, too. we've learned so much about Christmas. I don't know. Uh, my Christmas is like writing um, an autobiography, to be honest. <laughs> we had a visit from Santa. Where is Santa? Is he still there? No, he's not <laughs> He went out the back door? Sure. Uh, yeah. I know that about he went Santa. creeping down the alley with Sally. <laughs> well, I, I think that's going to wrap it up for this year's Interrupt Again. The men uh, don't know, but the women all understand. Santa Claus is a backdoor man. He brings toys for the kids. He's not all bad. That's the PR wig. It's a really good firm. I, uh, I got to get them. You got to get them. I got to hire them. Say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And... Any holiday you celebrate during this winter season. Uh, We're all going to go into a new year, at least. So let's hope it doesn't suck as much as every other year. Zedekron. <laughs> Omegafy. I think they should uh, just start using, like, 70s spy movie titles. Like, the next one's the Ipcris. <laughs> Ipcris file. <laughs> Where did I put that Ipcris Where file, is man? that Ipcris file? It's, it's not filed under I. No. Where could it be? Oh, it's under Chris. Uh. Oh, you're sure, yes. Uh -huh. And then I co-referenced it under Cross. And so you can see how there was that same misunderstanding about the Wendy's. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas or whatever else you celebrate. See you next year. Yeah.